In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome back to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today we have a very special podcast. So a lot of you guys on our Facebook, on our Instagram, everywhere that Betches lives and breathes and dies, have been begging us to do an episode about cultural weddings, specifically Indian weddings. I learned today they're called Daisy weddings, so I'm feeling real good about myself. Anyway, so here to help us, we have three, like, I mean, Authentic Indian brides. That's the proper thing to say. Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we've got Dia. Yeah. We've got Punya, and we've got Anshel. Did mm-hmm. I get your names right? Yeah. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So you guys are all friends. Uh, first of all, how do you guys all know each other? Where are you from? What's the backstory? Anshel and I are actually first cousins. Okay. Amazing. Um, and we pretty much have grown up with Punya since birth. So yeah. So yeah. Our birth friends. Are all friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're from Long Island, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. And born and raised in America, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yet still, the cultural wedding is really something that is a part of, you know, all of your lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, when did you guys all get married? Um, so I got married in September of 2016. Okay. That's a nice long time. Congratulations. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> And, and I'm back uh, this past August. Congratulations. Anshul? This past September. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> some new ones. Okay, so first things first, explain what an Indian wedding is in, in like a nutshell, if you can. We're going to go into the, like the nitty-gritty and the details, but just like overall, when people hear like, oh, I attended an Indian wedding, mm-hmm. what really is that? Well, I think, first of all, there are a lot of different types of Indian weddings. Um, certainly depends on your religion where you grew up or, and what your parents actually follow. So yeah. like for us, I had like a Sikh wedding, uh-huh. which is Sikh is a religion. Okay. So that was the kind of wedding that I had. Is it like a super traditional wedding? Um, I'd say so. You could say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like you have the ceremony at a temple. Oh, so wait, break it down like in <laughs> categories. How many different like levels of an Indian wedding are we looking at here? Um, I'd we- say at like minimum, there's like at least three events. Or more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three or four events, depending on your religion and what you follow. Yeah. And how, like, so how many like different, so if somebody has an Indian wedding, they could have like one of what, eight different types of weddings, three different types of weddings, 10 different types of weddings. I think the actual ceremonies, like Anshul said, depend on the religion. Uh-huh. Um, but overall, like if you're having an Indian wedding, it's a lot about the family, a lot about the food. Nothing about the bride and groom. <laughs> yeah. There like was not really yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a post on Instagram the other day that was like, that said the cutest thing about an Indian wedding is the couple things that the wedding's about them. Which is definitely not the case. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. Okay, so Adia, what kind of wedding did you have? Funny story. So it started off, so my husband and I are different religions. So okay. it started off, I actually just wanted a court marriage. I didn't want anything. No kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then that didn't fly with my husband's family. Um, he's an only child. Okay. And being the son, he needed everything. And so he just wanted a party as well, like, you know, court marriage, maybe a reception. But we ended up having a six-day event. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, and there were two ceremonies because we were both different religions. And then a henna party, which we call the Mandy. Um, and then a Sangeet, which is all about music and dance. It's kind of like a reception, but mm-hmm. um, the family really gets together, p- performs dances, and then there's a ton of food, um, and it's just like a huge party. Okay, and then uh, Punya, what type of wedding did you have? Um, so I had a Hindu wedding, and then my husband's actually Jewish. So How we did, did that fly? We, hashtag Hindu wedding. <laughs> um, it's, you can think of it as a Jewish wedding or an Indian wedding, but on crack. Okay, <laughs> I like that. It's a lot. Um, we tried to kind of, instead of make it fusion, had separate days represent separate things. So... It was a lot. <laughs> I got married twice in two different days. Oh, my God. Okay, so when you're attending an Indian wedding, how many days are you looking at? Because that's something that is a thing that's very different from, let's say, like any other cultural religion is it's like it's days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, days. What's the shortest you would get? I think like Maybe mine, like two? Two or three? Yeah, maybe. I feel like mine was short compared to tradition, and it started on Wednesday, yeah. um, which was the Mandy night. Um, and then Thursday was a Sangeet. Friday was the Hindu ceremony. Then we did a makeshift rehearsal dinner to switch to the Jewish wedding. And then we did the Jewish wedding and the reception. And then, of course, the goodbye brunch on Sunday. So, And, and how long is like the longest Indian wedding you guys have ever heard of or attended? Like, Ten days. Um, I have, no, no, not true. <laughs> I have like been to like some of my family members they've had weddings that have like actually been like if you're first cousins with you know the person getting married you have to like block off your calendar for like a full week no yeah like Like, you're expected to be at every event like take off work and actually attend everything (laughs) for a full week and how long are the events is it like a three hour like like a rehearsal dinner is like what like three hours maybe or are we talking like it's like all day air day not all day. I mean, some of the events can be, but it could be like just a nighttime event or daytime lunch and when you're putting your henna on your hands. Yeah. So it really depends. I think yeah, the kind vary. of like Indian cultural expectation is that your house is kind of an ongoing party. Like yeah. even if there's not People an event. People come and go. Yeah. That's like, so true. So yeah. ba- it's basically like you're living in a sorority house or a fraternity <laughs> yes. house. Yes. It's a 24-7 <laughs> party at your yes. house at like, yeah. ground, at like like Grand Central, yeah. if yeah. you will. Yeah, you have like aunts and uncles from India like staying with you yeah, yeah. yeah. that's another thing so one of my best friends growing up she's half indian half armenian so i don't know she didn't really have a traditional wedding she got married in boston but her dad is constantly he's like from from india he's always inviting us to indian weddings in india and we're like what in the beginning and he's like no you can bring as many people as you want so let's talk about that too it's like how many people will be attending a, any given indian wedding what are the um, numbers like? <laughs> I would not bother finalizing your head count because it's going to change like yeah. the morning of. <laughs> yeah, last minute your mom's going to be like, oh, I forgot to invite uh, my cousin's wife's son. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> that lives in India what that you've never on? met before. Yeah, but they need to be at the wedding. So oh, yeah. let's make That's room. the other thing. You end up meeting people for the first time Fun. at like, yeah. some oh, of the yeah. events. So wait. Like, on average, how many people are in attendance? 300 plus. Yeah. Like 300 I had, is small. Yeah, I had yeah. three... 80 at the Sangeet, which is the party before the wedding. That at the reception, I had like 300, which was small. Yeah, small. like that. That's a small Indian wedding. What's like the max you've ever heard of? I've been I've, to like 700. Yeah, 700, yeah. I've heard of a thousand where they like <laughs> rent out the entire convention center. 
Oh my god. Yeah. How do you feed that many people? Oh, and then you're expected if it's like a destination, like the family is expected to feed them constantly. Oh, yeah. like, For like every breakfast, single meal. You can't lunch. have a break in the itinerary because that yeah. like looks bad. My, oh my. my dad had like every meal on like an Excel chart flowing for like five days. Yeah. So I can't even imagine a destination wedding. Well, when I asked you guys to like quantify what an Indian wedding is, you all, you all said food. So what type of food are we talking about? Is it like different types of food? Is it like the same type of food? Is it bell pori? I know that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like a definitely like, like an appetizer. Snack time. Yeah. yeah. We did everything. I mean, we actually had one caterer in common between the three yes. of us, ironically. Um, but we, a lot of like cocktail stations and like finger food. Um, I feel like for mine, it was a little different since I also had half of my crowd was Jewish and white. Right. Um, so we tried to cater to them. I mean, I had friends that came up to me before that's like, I'm going to die if you only serve me Indian food. <laughs> um, so we had everything, but like definitely like Indian food was available in each day. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So how did you guys meet your significant others? Um, I met mine in high school. In high school? Yeah. Ponya? I was set up by a mutual friend in college. Mutual friend in college. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband actually went to college with Thea, so we actually, it wasn't like planned, but we were at the same bar and... B-bar. My, yeah, B-bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I feel like it's a common misconception that like people think that there's a lot of arranged marriages still going on in Indian culture. Is that wrong or is that right? It's right. Uh, it's it, correct. Yeah, it, I mean, especially if you're in India. Like, yeah. it's it's kind of just like, oh, your parents introduce you to maybe their friend's daughter or son. So. Yeah, my yeah. parents yeah. had an arranged marriage and they grew See. up in India. So, but none of you guys had arranged marriages. No, no. no. we had love marriages. <laughs> yeah, it's a love marriage. It's a, a love marriage or an arranged <laughs> marriage, you know. That's That's the (laughs) How did your parents feel that you had love marriages? How dare you have love marriages? I mean, I think it was a little hard for them to expect us to have arranged marriages when we all went away from college and grew up in Jericho, Long Island. Right. (laughs) None of them would like force us to marry someone. Yeah. yeah, It's it's our parents are probably the more chill on the spectrum of Indian parents. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, if but if you're if you're in India, you're probably having an arranged marriage, correct? Not necessarily, but it's more common. Yeah, I feel like it's still common, but I mean. I mean, no one I know that's my age got 
an arranged marriage. Actually, that's a lie. Some cousins. I know people who have been introduced by their parents. So, I mean, technically, it's like arranged, but they don't have like they don't they're not forced into it's it. It's gentle. If they, yeah, if they, if they like each <laughs> other, they date for a few months. They like they're cool with it, then they like you know <laughs> get married. Trust me, if my mom could have arranged my marriage, she would have. <laughs> I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a friend in college, and she actually was from India. And I remember she left college because she said this. I was I went to Ithaca. She said this isn't that fun. These are my last four years of being like totally single. When I go home, I am literally betrothed to another man, and we are going to be married. Wow. And that is that. Mm-hmm. So I that that was shocking because I was like two thousand and whatever, like yeah. something, and I couldn't believe it was still going on. But I guess when you're when you're brought up in America, that's probably not really a thing anymore. I think like more of the nudging aspect that Dia spoke about. I think freshman year of college, when I was single, I had a lot of calls from my mom that would be <laughs> like, "So my friend has this son that's a doctor." <laughs> 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 yeah, my mom. I remember. I think it was after college. She was like, "So you should probably start talking to boys." now (laughs) (laughs) sorry mom (laughs) so this is something we don't usually get into on the podcast but we can't help ourselves and everybody is dying to know how expensive does a typical Indian wedding get because we're talking about multiple days 300 plus is the small version Mm -hmm. food for all forever forever you have to build a sorority or fraternity house (laughs) this sounds expensive so how what are we looking at here I think it really depends on how much you do with like the decoration, the flowers, which I guess is like for all weddings. But I want to say the bottom range for like a, at least a three day event would be like 200K maybe. Well, I mean, when you really think about like, and anybody listens, lists, listening to this either has been married, going to get married, or is like thinking about it, you know that headcount's a big thing. If you want to have like super extravagant wedding, if you have less people, you can save some money that way. But that's not really the case when it comes to an Indian wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the more people there, of course, it's going to cost that much money. Yep. Exactly. And then how much would a thousand person wedding cost? I, I wouldn't even, even know. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Millions? Yeah, Probably. I think at least. Yeah. Like one million at least. Jeez. Yeah. God. <laughs> People go crazy. Yeah. That's why I wanted a court marriage. <laughs> well, that's so how did you like, why did you want a court marriage? I mean, is it just because you thought it was like all of it was just too much, too extravagant, overwhelming? Yeah. I just thought that like at least half the people there didn't really know Akeel or I. And then um, it was also just such a waste of money. I was like, this does not make mm-hmm. sense. I know traditionally now when it comes to all weddings, it's like, I mean, it's not just the father of the bride paying for everything anymore. But in Indian culture, what is like the general protocol? I think it used to be where like the bride's family was expected to pay for everything. But I know now, like especially with our wedding, like everything was kind of split in a way. Yeah. So and I think that's how most people do it now. It really depends on your family. And yeah, that's how we did it too. So split, split. I think um, for us, since we had outside of just the Indian wedding, I think because, you know, of course, my parents wanted multiple days and multiple functions, it would be a little unfair to have it split. Um, So I think my parents always expected to pay for a majority of it. But of course, like my husband's side contributed, um, which was beyond generous. And we also contributed to the total. So we talked about um, how there's like uh, like multiple ceremonies within the entire wedding. Mm-hmm. So go through those for me. Because it's like when I think about like a wedding that I would attend, it's like I, I'm going to probably be there for the rehearsal dinner mm-hmm. and then the wedding itself. And then I'm really hungover, but I'll go to brunch <laughs> the next day. 
Um, I think so. What I had was first, it was the henna, which is what like they put on your hands. And are these like pictures? Are, are these like um like everyone's invited, or are some of them just like like only women, only men? Um, I had like a ladies luncheon. Um, so it was, and it's like mostly ladies who get henna on their hands. Yes. Um, so it was like a Wednesday afternoon lunch and drinks and stuff like dancing. Um, but it was pretty casual. It was just at like my parents' house. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, it's the Sangeet, which is um, in the evening normally with like a DJ. It's definitely bigger. And I had like about 380 people there. And so that's the equivalent of like what? The reception or no? Because it's... Pr- well, it's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a reception. Um, I feel like a little. It's like the best part of the reception. Like once everyone's drunk and dancing yeah, they, and eating. Yeah, because yeah. like it's basically just a party. Like as soon as you enter, there's a DJ. They're playing music. Maybe there's you'll have like, like some drummers. Charts. Yeah, there's no formal seating normally. Oh, I like um, that. Just like open food. Mm-hmm. It's just like a party, and like yeah. sometimes we'll like family and friends. Like Thea and Punya both danced at um, my sangeet, so like they'll put on like dance performances for everyone. <gasps> So there'll be like half an hour of like choreographed <laughs> dances. Like um, Bollywood IRL. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh. That part's really fun. Which is like, yeah. I think, yeah, that's like the best part of the singing. Yeah. I saw that in an episode of New Girl and I was dying for it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Was that authentic or not really? I haven't seen that scene, but that show is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was so a good, good portrayal. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so then after that, then what's next? Then after the Sangeet, I had the actual wedding ceremony. Okay. Which was at like the temple. Is it like the following day? Mm-hmm. It was the following morning. So it was, <laughs> it was harsh. <laughs> the Sangeet ended at like midnight and then I, I had to wake up at like 6 a.m. No. Yes. So yes. it's kind of like having a bachelor or bachelor party before <laughs> yes. you get married. And not everyone does this, but it just happened to work out that way with the venues and stuff like that. Um, we all were definitely blurry eyed. Yeah, everyone was probably a little hungover, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> and then what happens after the wedding? The after, ceremony itself. So, I mean, the actual wedding started at like 10 a.m. and you have like the groom comes in on a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, yeah. like it's called a barat. <laughs> so, like everyone's dancing on his side and I'll be like inside the temple just like waiting <laughs> for him to arrive. <laughs> for Prince yeah. Um, and then there's like the actual ceremony. Wait, what if somebody can't ride a horse? So well, they have someone yeah. like walking the horse. Okay. Yeah. So it's not really like, get on the like a toddler's party. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. yeah. Exactly. It's like trained. It's really trained. sad, but it's trained to basically just yeah. walk. Mike was the, kind of horrified of going yeah. on the horse. I think he got on the horse in private because he was scared to get on on yeah. in front of everyone. Yeah. But he was so fine. Funny. Oh my god. <laughs> and wait, is it, I, I'm going to ask a stupid question. If I ask a stupid question, just tell me it, it's stupid. What's the significance of elephants uh-huh. at the wedding? Because <laughs> that's stupid it's not no. a stupid question but it's does funny. anyone ever come in on an elephant it's a sign of wealth Let's oh put yeah it that way. i'm they, here for that if you want to be showy you'll yeah. have an elephant also <laughs> so people come in on a horse or an elephant well like in the like here in like the new york like it's impossible or i mean it's i think someone blocked impossible. off fifth avenue once i think my parents were at if, that wedding yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're extra you get an elephant. an elephant <laughs> yeah i want a fucking elephant um, yeah <laughs> you should get an elephant yeah it's very expensive <laughs> How much is an elephant? 10K. I heard Shut it's up. like, no, 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 no. it is. But 10K. the insurance is we like 20K because like you have to obviously insure for the elephant and like the travel. So I think it can like be 50,000 in total. Holy, so holy like, crap. It's the elephant rental. It's the insurance. It's like, 
transporting the elephant from wherever he is. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, I would never do it. It's fitting because I think the three of us all just felt like our weddings were a giant circus act. So an elephant would have been perfect to have. (laughs) That's true. Wait, question. When you're at a wedding and there's an elephant, is everybody like side eye, like what the fuck? Or are they like, like crazy impressed? I've never been to one. Only time I saw an elephant at a wedding was when I was in India, which is like a little bit more like, yeah realistic because like they have elephants there like, exactly it's like, it's yeah. bit, like my dad like my dad came in on elephant i don't know like i feel like that's I'm, a little bit more like yeah. normal i mean i'd be throwing side eye yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in new york especially yeah <laughs> you're like stop trying so hard yeah oh my god we that get is it. funny okay so then after the wedding ceremony then what happens um we went back the to reception. <laughs> yeah. We so went then, back so to, then there's a reception. Well, no, I, well, it depends on what you do. So I had my reception the next day because I was like, I want to just like chill at least. I'm hungover and I'm tired. I need to yeah. sleep. <laughs> so after the wedding, we went back to my parents' house and like we do, it's like the, gi- the giving away of the bride, you could say. Okay. Um, like you leave the house and you throw like rose petals and rice Mom's over your pie. head. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of crying involved. Um, and you kind of say like your final goodbye. I'm but like cry. you see everyone later. I yeah. <laughs> I think in, oh my gosh. It's yeah. very dramatic. <laughs> in olden days where you didn't already usually live with your fiance, um, yeah. it would be like you're leaving your parents' house for the first time and going to the groom's house. Traumatic. But the yeah. moms still all cry <laughs> even though we know we're going to see them the next day. Yeah. Like, for dinner. Yeah, that's so sweet. (laughs) I'm not to be crass, but do you like consummate the marriage? Is that like a part of it? You know, like I feel like that's like a if thing, you haven't right? already. <laughs> you, I mean, let's all, let's all yeah. in a pretend land where white dresses mean that yeah. you're yeah. you know a virgin. Yeah. Like I feel like that's like I, I think the expectations across like all cultures. cultures. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom was actually really cute, and she made Angela and our other good friend Sonica <laughs> put rose petals all over my room. And like, <laughs> so Punya's mom pulled me aside. I think like a month before, she was like. This is very important night for putting no. in like <laughs> I need you to get candles and roses and put it in their hotel room that night. I was like, okay. My mom's still trying to hold on to the cultural aspect. Me and Mike have been living together for like four years. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was really cute, but yeah. oh my god. It was a, it was very cute, but I think we threw the roses on the floor and <laughs> took a nap. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, statistically speaking, I think it's like like a large percent of people do not consummate their marriage on their wedding night. Oh yeah. Right? Exhausted. I think she was the time. After Five events. Seriously. <laughs> I think all the energy I had left was like taking out my hair extensions. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, you're like, honey, welcome to the rest of your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Punya and Dia, did your weddings um, differ and she ate at all from Anchil's? A little bit. I actually, um, I guess the biggest difference was um, we went straight into the reception after the ceremony, which isn't traditional. It's not traditional. Yeah. Why, so why did you choose to do that? It was, I, let's just get go. it done. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I guess the break up the events, like we wanted the ceremony there and we also wanted the reception there so I wasn't going to pay for the venue for two days. Like, right. It would be insane. That's efficient. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for that. I feel like the only thing that I had that was different was that I kind of went into the rehearsal dinner after the wedding. So it was like I already got married and then I was pretending to be Not unmarried. Be. Yeah. <laughs> and then go into being a Jewish Yeah, that's bride. true. I had so, to do that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so my first night married was also my first night single. It was very <laughs> conflicting. <laughs> You're like, we're married. No, we're not. Wait, yeah. we yeah. pretend in front of these people. I was yeah. like, congratulations. She's like, I feel half married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, okay. <laughs> 
I remember, I think it was like one of my aunts was, because we ended up doing, traditionally the Mainthi party, which is where you get the henna, is supposed to be before you're a bride. Right. But I got married in the first ceremony on a Tuesday, and then we had, because of logistics, we had to have the Mainthi on Wednesday, and like, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, you can't have henna, like you can't get married without henna on your hands. It's like not real. And I was like, I, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it like superstition or is it like? I think so. I think yeah. superstition. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are so many like yeah. traditions yeah. and rules that don't really, I think, so, have to I was follow. trying to play both parts. So I had henna in the inside of my hands and not on the top of my hands. So I could kind of be like Indian bride, Jewish bride, <laughs> Indian bride, Jewish bride. <laughs> and that was very controversial. We also had like a lot of like my parents, friends and family coming up to me and they're like oh I see you did very little henna yeah so I don't know <laughs> I, what taboo I did yeah. I do want to talk about that because I mean how difficult was it for your families to mix their cultures so on I, both sides yeah so neither sides are really religious both are cultural I mean as mentioned we grew up in Jericho Long Island so right. we are very exposed to the Jewish culture um, and Mike grew up in Jersey and there's a lot of Indians there also um, I think the hardest part was just trying to make everyone happy. Right. So we didn't want to take away from either family. So like I wore the white gown. Mike wore um, a yarmulke. We had the hoopah, but then he also came in on a horse with a turban. Um, so <laughs> instead of like giving anything up, we were like, let's make this just a crazy Hindu event and did it all. Let's do it all. Was there yeah. like any bone of contention over anything specific that like, and how did you resolve that? Yeah. I mean, I think it was hard because for Mike's side of the family, like they're used to a one day wedding and we're like no we have like five different events and like you need to come to Long Island and also like can you wear Indian clothes and like can you play both parts so I think we tried to make it as easy as possible but like I can imagine like the cultural um, newness they were feeling and not for Mike because like he's been to like so many Indian weddings prior I'm jealous of Mike. <laughs> when I used to go over to my friend Adrina's, I would leave my leave crying, and I was to my parents, "We're so boring. We don't sing or dance, do anything fun." He literally was so much more excited for the Indian wedding than the yeah. Jewish wedding. And for me, I was like, "We're signing the contract on the Jewish wedding day. We're doing the ring exchange." So we kind of had reverse emotions. Uh -huh. Mike um, at the Singeet. Oh, he yeah, can he dance better than most Indian <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah, I think he did. Like, he's like a really good Bollywood dancer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he has some shoulder strength. It was moves, yeah. very sure. impressive. I'm dying. <laughs> he also, like, played the drums. Like, we call it the dole, but it's, like, literally a drum that you hang on your uh, neck and, like, shoulders. Yeah. And, like, he was playing it at one point. I was like, what? We kept <laughs> joking, like, during the wedding planning process that, like, Mike was going to have the spotlight and he was going to be the bride. And it, like, 100% came to fruition. Like, no one could stop talking about Mike and I'm just like I mean I like how I look in the pictures so that's cool <laughs> <laughs> I'm here too um, how did you find a wedding planner to do that yeah. collabo um, we actually used um, you, uh, my parents friends um, out on Long Island um and I think, you know, I had to lead a lot of the conversation for the Jewish aspect. Thankfully, I went to two Jewish weddings before mine, but mm -hmm. very shortly before mine. Um, so they had the Indian side down, but I really, we had to guide them through kind of all the traditions we wanted from the Jewish culture. Mm -hmm. And then also you brought up, I didn't even think about this, a wedding dress versus a sari. Sari, yeah. yes, right? We, um, I did a lenga. Yeah, which, I did a lenga, which is like okay. a long skirt. School me. Lots, there's lots there's a lot options. of different options, yeah. yeah. So it's traditionally, with an Indian wedding, you're not wearing a white wedding dress. No. 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 
No one really wears white. No. Yeah. Actually, my um, mom wore white to her reception. That's the only yeah. thing I've heard of. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys all wear to on, on your I wedding days? I wore red. I wore a red lingo, which is a skirt, a maxi skirt, very decadent, obviously, <laughs> not I'm just a maxi skirt. Very and here a, for that. A matching top. Yeah. Um, so for this Sangeet, I wore a langa, so the same thing, like a long skirt with like a crop top. Yeah, yeah. when you say a top, it's like, it's a crop top, crop but top. It, is it like, does it crop have like a wrap on the has arm? Like a, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like a long scarf. Yeah, yeah we call it a dupatta. It also yeah. goes over your hair, because you're supposed to cover your head. Did you bride. all cover your head? Mm, well, yes. not this Sangeet, but. Yeah, no, just yeah. for Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for the, the ceremony. For the ceremony. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, the, and then what's the difference with, between that and a sari? Sorry. So, saris, I think, are more traditionally South Indian brides. Okay. Um, but for my two ceremonies, I wore, same, like, for the Hindu wedding, it was a skirt and crop top. And then for the Sikh wedding, it was pants and then, like, a longer shirt. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's cool. I, 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 I vibe that. I can wear that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for, so I had a Sikh wedding, so I didn't wear a linga. It was actually, like, a long, they called it a narkali. So uh-huh. It's, like, a long uh, dress dress with mm-hmm. pants underneath i don't know yeah. and also like, again i'm here yeah. for that it's yes. like you're sitting on the floor so like you need your like, sister had some awesome pants yeah her wedding. yeah my yes. sister got married uh last year um she also wore like she wore like funky floral she had a pants. Really cool, it was really cool kind yeah. of like joggers but not yeah kind oh, of cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute very different it's like wedding yeah. comfy chic yeah yeah, yeah. So, because I feel like that's like a main thing, right that brides spend a budget on is a dress i mean i had a friend that spent huh, an yeah. ungodly amount of money on a dress. Mm-hmm. So what are we spending on our wedding attire? It depends if you're going to the actual designer or you're finding someone who worked for the designer and <laughs> did their tailoring and got like a copy made, which like a lot of people do. So is there like an Indian wedding like like fashion powerhouse? Yeah. Yes. There are like a few mm-hmm. like designers that are like, oh my God, yeah. you're wearing that person? And give me like um, an equivalent, like a... Um, Monique Lillier. Monique yeah. Lillier. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Sabiasachi, which is one of the biggest like names, is doing like a, a partnership with H and M now. Oh yeah, Shut yeah. Up. And I yeah. believe he's opening up a store in New York now. Yep. Um, like maybe next year. Are a lot of these designers actually in India? They're all in India, but no. or like they're flagship stores. But there's one like Anita Dongre. She's another designer. Yeah. She opened up in Soho. In yep. Soho, yeah. like two years ago. Yeah. So did you guys um, have to go to India to get your dresses or your your outfits? I did, but I don't think I had to. Okay, um, but you chose to. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I chose to. But there's just so much here now. Like people don't have to travel miles to get. It's like fun, right? Yeah. Um, and definitely like a part of the experience. But you get so much here now. And then how expensive are they? The outfits. Yeah. Um, I feel like it really depends on like if you're going for a designer or not. I feel like. Let's say tippity top. Let's say you go to India, you go to like one of the like, you know, um, 15,000 for like a designer or would you say higher? No, I would say maybe like maybe like 10,000. Yeah. I don't know. For like yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. None of us clearly. Went <laughs> what did you guys spend? What did you spend about ballpark it? I, I think, think it was like low thousands. Yeah. Like maybe yeah like you guys are smarter than us two. we are getting yeah. robbed over but here but you also <laughs> have like three outfits three yeah. or four outfits yeah. so like it's compiled it, it, you probably yeah. end up we probably ended up spending like 10k on everything yeah. Yeah. Oh. also you have the okay. jewelry yeah. which is also like a big yeah expense. that's a big thing that's probably larger than your outfit yeah. yes <laughs> okay sure. so, and you can't yeah. go jewelry list that's like a part of the oh. tradition oh. Oh. Jewelry, oh. so like i went to india and it's like you spend one day or three days on outfits you spend like a whole day at the jewelry store like it's a whole thing 
because like you have to get like that's even more like taboo earrings. than not having yeah. a henna to not be like yeah if you're not wearing jewelry. jewelry it's like yeah you ain't shit yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. um shoes yes that's yeah. become like in the bridal world like such a thing now like photographers yeah. take pictures of them everybody wants yeah. red bottoms like what's yeah. the deal with you guys is there a traditional shoe? Are you wearing whatever the hell you feel like? So I, for the Jewish wedding, did the whole uncomfortable designer shoe game. And then I wore, I couldn't tell you the brand, the lowest heels, <laughs> the most comfortable shoe for the Indian wedding. Because you really can't see your feet for the Indian wedding. Right. Yeah. I actually wore, so in the temple, you're not allowed to wear shoes. So like I just wore like Indian shoes. They're called jatis. Uh-huh. Um, they're like. Kind of think of like the shoes Aladdin wears. Yeah. Like in the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. It's the kind of carry. Bradshaw buys in Sex and the City yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. So I kind of wore those, are like matching with my outfit. But like literally, I just like wore them from my house to like the drive to the temple. And yeah, like you took it can't off. wear your shoes in the Hindu yeah. wedding either. So, so it's just like that's know, awesome, actually. Yeah, really no pressure to have to wear those shoes. Yeah, and same with you. Yeah, I think I got mine at on sale at like Bloomingdale's because you couldn't see them. So right. I just wanted to buy heels that would look cute with dresses in the future. I have to tell you, I think that when girls spend tons of money on shoes under their massive dresses, it's like, what a waste. Yeah. No one sees them. They get all cheesed up from yeah. dancing and stuff or if you're yeah. in grass. It's a waste. Yeah, my shoes my shoes for the Jewish wedding came off after the first dance. I yeah. was in flip-flops. I wore wedges at the Sangeet night because yeah. I was like, I need to be comfortable and I'm dancing. Yeah. So <laughs> who cares? And lots of dancing in Indian mm-hmm. weddings. Yeah. Lots and lots of dancing. Yeah. So maybe if you're a guest, you probably don't want to wear your super no. high Christian no, Louboutins no, either. No. no. They're probably going to come off. They're yeah. coming off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything guests should know to prepare for before they go to a traditional ceremony or the... Um, reception. I'm sorry. I don't know what to call it. These. Reception. Oh, the sangi. The sang- sangi. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like it. So for the sangi, you like normally you want to wear something colorful just because it's mm-hmm. like an explosion of colors everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is there like a dress code? It depends on like. Yeah. I gave one just to make it easy for anyone that didn't want to wear Indian. I said like colorful, vibrant. Um, Yeah. Sangi is definitely and Mandy is definitely colorful and vibrant. It's like no one really. was wearing like a solid black outfit, which is, I think, our standard New York outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if somebody showed up in like, let's say, I don't know, like a black dress, that's kind of like, They'd nah. be fine. didn't get they the memo. Didn't get the memo. Like, Stick out like a sore thumb. Col- yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. What about the idea of wearing white to an Indian wedding? Because that is very taboo. I, that's okay. It's fine. I mean, like, I feel like today it's fine, but, like, it's not suggested. I feel like it's changed. Like, yeah. now, like, I feel like last summer white was really in. So, like, a lot of summer weddings, like, you saw like, I've worn Indian white, white outfits. Yeah. But they have, like, work on them. Yeah. So, they'll, like, Embroidery, be, like, they'll have some, beads. like, yeah, beads on it. So, it's not just, like, plain white. Right. Um, and is there a color to avoid that, like, that as to not upstage the bride? Or no, because you, you don't know what they're going to wear. I mean, I I remember for Dia's wedding, like, I had a red outfit. And I was like, let me find out if she's wearing red. And she Smart. she wasn't. Um because I always thought you shouldn't wear red to someone else's yeah. wedding, but the everyone kind of just wears different colors. Yeah, Neither of you wear red. But is that like yeah, like, yeah, like if, for, if somebody's going and they don't know, and maybe they're like uh, like maybe that they're the date and they don't want to like they don't know the bride to call her. Maybe yeah. avoid red. I maybe maybe if it's gonna it, be like heavy and like yeah. I think yeah, yeah that's a good point. I think more so just don't wear like an intensely heavy outfit. And yeah. when we say heavy, we mean like, like a beaded, lot of work, work elaborate, more elaborate. than a color. Yeah, like don't. Yeah, don't wear like yeah. an intense. Because I've, I've seen people wear red at like Indian weddings, yeah. but it just, they're not like, you know, yeah, decked out. Yeah, mine is simple for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
yeah, just don't upstage the bride. <laughs> I know that's like the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to so many weddings where girls have worn white dresses, and it's just like you fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's coming for the that's bride. That's crazy. I yeah. know that's like an actual known. It's just yeah. like a no no. Yeah, you know? but yeah. I mean, I, I saw one where a sister in law was wearing like oh. truly what could have been a wedding dress as well. Oh, it was no. very that's tough. Very uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> they hated each other. Um, is there anything else that guests should know when it comes to preparing to come to a traditional Indian wedding? Like, should we, I don't know, like, it, is there um, gift protocol? Like, is it like, is it off a registry? Is it cash? Is I feel it like it's cash and at the reception usually? Or, yeah, or a registry. Yeah, um, yeah did I, didn't, I didn't do a registry, but like, it was just kind of like, not because of an, it's an Indian I just, wedding. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just kind of like, I don't know, I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> so, and I also feel like a lot of Indian weddings t- tend to be that way, but yeah. I don't know, it's kind of changed, yeah. shifted, so. Yeah. What would you say are the biggest differences between a non-Indian wedding and an Indian wedding? It's just so much more elaborate. Yeah, there's a lot, just the music, the food. Drinking. Um, yeah, the yeah. drinking. Let's talk about the and drinking. it lasts a lot of days. I want to talk about the drinking. Yeah. How much alcohol is consumed at an Indian wedding? A ton. Yeah. A ton. That's, I mean, what, I that's what I'm looking for. Both of the weddings, like her sister and hers, you were saying your dad anticipated like... So my sister had her wedding at my house, my parents' house. So like everything like my parents just brought in. And I remember my dad, he ordered alcohol for like the whole wedding. And it, we actually like finished most of it the first night. <gasps> And it was it was a Thursday. It was oh, a Thursday night. Yeah. And my dad was like, "What? Can you guesstimate like how much he brought in?" He ordered a lot because like he likes to repair. Um, and I don't know how much ac- like actually it was, but I remember our basement was like flooded with alcohol. Oh but not my actually God. flooded, but like you know, it's stocked a lot, up. Though. Yeah. And it was gone. Anshul and Dia's family are also like notorious tequila shot. I love your family. Um, so I call them yeah. the Lamba Wadwa tequila shot corner because yeah. every wedding we go to together, you'll always get if pulled you, by one of their yeah. like 50 family members into taking at least If you bump into like shots. our cousins at a bar, you're You're, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I've been to a couple weddings, not recently, but recent enough where like, actually my sisters, there was a no shot rule. Like, oh, and it was in Rhode Island in Newport. And actually the other one was was also in Newport Rhode Island. So I don't know if this is a fucking Newport Wasp thing. Yeah. But like, it really was like annoying. I think that's not a, a thing breaker. at Indian weddings, right? Yeah. It would be a deal breaker. I've yeah. heard that, but what they, the bartender will usually like hint to you, don't order a shot, just ask for like a pour neat in yes. like a bigger glass. So it we all know what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like a lady's shot. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, hold on. I asked all these questions. So sorry. sorry. Um, oh, okay. So when it comes to the events, are friends invited to everything or are some of them just family? Um, I had friends invited to everything. Um, yeah. I don't think... I did too. I mean, I think there were some smaller events leading up to the wedding that I didn't want to have to bother my friends to come all the way out for. So I didn't necessarily extend the invite but if they were around or if they were from Long Island um, like I think Angel came to one of the events because she was just already on Long Island but for the most part yeah your your friends are what makes the wedding like mm-hmm. you can't not have them. so true and then also speaking of friends bachelorette parties showers are these still a part of like your tradition yes yep and in just the same way any other wedding would have yeah them. I don't think it's necessarily like a traditional um Part, like of part of Indian yeah. weddings, but it's definitely for us growing up here and like other mm-hmm. 
you know, Indian people that have grown up here. It's a fusion of like the cultures here and then. It's the best of both. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> How do I become Indian? <laughs> <laughs> The best part is you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, just have an Indian wedding if you yeah. want it. <laughs> True. I swear to God, I think I'm not even joking. I kind of really want to. <laughs> Do it. We'll send you our vendor list. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> How about this? If you want to have an Indian wedding and you're not Indian, what are the things that you should look for to um, incorporate into your wedding so that it has that kind of vibe? And by the way, I'm definitely fucking coming in on an elephant. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like the decor. Decor, yeah, for sure. Food, Outfits. Food. Yeah. Um, so what's the Music, decor? Because yeah. I actually don't know. For the, for the Sangeet, I feel like it's, uh, it's so different. It's I guess so I can't different. Even say that. Yeah. Um, um, lots of color. Yeah. Lots of like, there's like bells, like some, like an Indian style bell. Yeah. There's always really like popular. a little, like we call it like a shop or bazaar at the Sangeet where you give away like bangles or like little <gasps> bags, like something yeah. like for your guests to like go home with, but they get to pick it out. Ooh, wait, so what? Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. really cool at yours. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, what did you have? Tell me everything. So I just had like a little station, like makeshift, like if you were like walking down the street of India and you saw like a flea market type that you could go up and like mm-hmm. pick what you wanted. Um, but this was, this, I kind of had my vision for this event. So I went in with it and like wasn't dropping it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun for me to do that. Yeah, it was really So like cool. how much stuff did you have? Cause you got a lot of guests. So you have to have something for everybody? It's really I mean, like just for like the yeah. like ladies, ladies or like your yeah. friends. It's just like ten, you tend to have like these bangles and like not everyone will actually take one, yeah. but you just kind of keep whatever you want to keep. Enough for like yeah. the ladies to come with like one or two. Yeah. Things. What was your favorite part of each of your weddings? But you can't say it about your own. So of each other's wedding. Yes. Oh. Okay. So let's start with Anshul's wedding. Oh. So I'm answering. <laughs> yep. Diego. Huh. That one's tough. <laughs> Can I start with Ponyas? Because I know. Yes. Start with Ponyas. <laughs> well, it was a couple different things, but definitely Mike dancing because. I already said this, but like he can dance better than a lot of Indian men. And that was awesome. going to blow up. But I think with Pena's wedding especially, like it's just more common that different cultures are fusing now. And it was, that was really beautiful to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anshul's wedding, I'll probably start crying. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was family. It was um, like the fact that my friend from college and her were getting married. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was everything. It was is beautiful. She's crying. No, <laughs> I, I'm crying. Um, I mean, I did say that Anshul and Dia's family likes to take shots. Anshul had a mezcal tasting corner in the bank vault of oh, her that venue. Oh, that was, yeah, that was awesome. Um, so that was wild. Yeah. And ex- <laughs> you had to take shots at her wedding. It was yeah. mandatory. I like that. That's a good rule. Um, I don't know. I think similar to the emotion that Dia feels like we all grew up together. So I definitely had like, oh, my best friend is getting married and like everything that she's going through. I'm like, yeah, I know you're tired. You're going to get through this. <laughs> like, um, And her wedding was right after mine. So I came back from my honeymoon and went on her bachelorette and then right into her wedding festivities. So it was so much fun to be on the guest side mm-hmm. right after getting over your own wedding mm-hmm. so that was fun um i was actually obsessed with dia's decor at her wedding and tell, i was like tell, videotaping tell. it um you'll probably describe it better but it kind of had um she did it in the, was it the liberty warehouse yeah you it was describe it liberty. i don't know why I'm trying to i say. actually coined a term for it and i try to remember what it was oh namustic oh i love that <laughs> okay you have to describe that to me <laughs> i don't know it was like rustic indians i, I love that i had a long table yeah i needed was farm tables uncommon. i needed the flowers like they were like a peachish but 
light light peach. Um, the farm tables were like, I remember I my that. husband was like, do we really need those? And I was yes. like, yes. They're so expensive. If we're doing this. It worked so well. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was so nice. Stringy lights. And then, yeah, string lights. And then also, I we actually didn't touch upon this, but like venues, you keep saying venues, but there's so many events. So like, how many venues do you need? Or do you like have one venue that you go back to multiple times? I had three. Um, three two or three. I had two venues in like the temple which i'm not considering a venue so do you have to pay for a temple there's like a wedding fee i think it's like a thousand or two I'm like, dude, i don't even know if you have to pay for like like any you know religious sure like a donation yeah it's, like, it's not donation, yeah, it's not like a probably. fee but it's like you it's given that you give to the temple you don't have to but you have to thing okay mm-hmm. um and then yeah and then what were your venues did you so I did um, a venue for the Sangeet. I did a country club on Long Island for the reception. And then we did the Hindu ceremony just at the hotel where we had everyone staying. But so that's bananas because yeah, you think about like, venues. you know, if, if I'm going to have a wedding, I'm, I expect just one venue done. I mean, maybe two for the rehearsal dinner and the yeah. next. But I mean, multiple venues, that's I mean, expensive. Yeah. Excel charts on Google Sheets, <laughs> like it, you, the yeah. organization was key for it, for sure. I think that was like the hardest part in the beginning because like you you find one venue but that doesn't necessarily mean that like you're done because you have to see if like your other venue that you like if that works for the dates as well exactly yeah so it's like true. it's like trying to coordinate well Angel three did in one. Brooklyn yeah. yeah Long Island and Long Island City yeah so and why are you trying to accommodate like like spread out to like different families or is it really just about the venue and what you want it's yeah. just about the venue and also like um, yeah, it, it's just about the venue, I guess. Um, I mean, you cut out <laughs> yeah. a lot of venues once you hit over like the 200 guest yeah, count. Yeah. Like, I think oh, I'm you're, sure. not, you're not left with yeah. many options. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So, do a lot of people in the Indian community, community end up getting married in the same venues? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like a lot of like hotels, country clubs, um, both of them had like warehouse feels for at least one of their events, which I think is great for like a big guest count. Then mm-hmm. also, transportation. I totally forgot about that. That's like a thing, you know? I feel yeah. like that sometimes yeah. falls on like. The couple getting married to like mm-hmm. tr- have like a trolley or a fucking bus yeah. or something yeah, like that. What's bus, the deal with that? Buses. We definitely did that. So my my wedding was at my Mandy was at Anshul's house, mm-hmm. um, and then Sangeet was at a country club in Long Island, and then my wedding was in Red Hook, Brooklyn. So we had a hotel in Long Island City, so it was like a center point almost. That's good. Um, but then we had buses to everything from there. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, like where's the center like of everything? So you have to have that like yeah. a home, yeah. like a home base, if you will, right? Yeah. We did the hotel. Yeah, mm-hmm. like most people like coming to New York will do an Airbnb, but at mm-hmm. least they have like a meeting point for where but the how bus. Big is it, how the Airbnb have to be big? Oh, well, like for, their for own, people like, like coming to, for in for the wedding. Yeah, so they don't you guys say like, that like you're kind of responsible, like even when stuff's not going on, to still have like a home base with like food and stuff. So is that like yeah, that's traditional, so, but not everyone does. Yeah, that. I feel like that what sounds what like impossible. Had, yeah. Like my pa- my parents had like food like every night that week, and like if someone was flying in that day, if they weren't staying with us, like they could just come for dinner like would drive themselves yeah um so it was like our house was like the main point but there was also like a hotel that was recommended yeah. that they could stay at most people probably have their house yeah. is like the main place right yeah yeah because like yeah. there's so many people coming in and out of the for house. convenience yeah for us since mike's family was in jersey and our friends were all over the place we'd had the hotel be like the, the home main base point. yeah mm-hmm. and then also wedding planners i mean did you guys all use planners my mom loves this stuff, so that was really helpful. <laughs> Moms are wedding planners. I just want everybody to know that. But we did have like a planner who was kind of like the month of coordinator, so she helped 
um, make sure that everything was like going to be seamless for the day and like worked with my mom up until that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. had a day of coordinator, but actually started a month out as well. Yeah. I'm definitely type A mm-hmm. anal. So like I wanted to control everything, mm-hmm. which I do not recommend to people. <laughs> if you can get a planner and it's in your budget, yeah. do it. Get a planner. Yeah, I had a coordinator as well. Like, So she just did like the day of uh, coordination. If you had to go back and do it again, would you all hire wedding planners? I, I think I would have her start like, I think they started two months before. I'd probably have them start like a month early just because it gets to be so much. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I was definitely like very stressed and exhausted. So I feel like someone to just take things off my plate earlier and me being okay with someone taking things off my plate, mm-hmm. I would definitely do. Yeah. I didn't really deal with anything. <laughs> <laughs> my mom did. <laughs> So we'll get your mom in next and we'll ask her about it. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything that I didn't ask that you want people to know about Indian weddings? Because everybody has like, I feel like we all have these preconceived notions or, you know, we think everybody's getting arranged marriage. Is there anything you want to share with us so that we know it all? Make sure you go to one because they're awesome. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm dying to go to one. I think like rest up and bring your A game because it's definitely like a marathon of fun yeah wear comfortable shoes yeah definitely yeah comfortable shoes Mm -hmm. well you guys are invited to my Indian wedding because you know (laughs) i'm inviting everybody i'm coming in an elephant we're gonna have a thousand people there you'll be the first bride to come in on an elephant (laughs) yeah for real yeah i'm doing it i don't think it's been done Done before (laughs) do you think that like publications will write stories on me yes yes Mm -hmm. then i'll do it i love attention (laughs) um you guys thank you so much for joining and also you guys make sure to follow the girls uh please give your social handles out for me uh, D-Y-D-E-E-W-A-D. Mine's Sethi621, S-E-T-H-I-621. Uh, mine is Anshalamba, A-N-C-H-A-L-L-A-M-B-A. And follow me, at Taylor Strecker. Also, guys, don't forget to follow at Betch's Brides. We have a great Instagram account. Also, we have an amazing Facebook page, so check that out. Just search for Betch's Brides uh, in your Facebook search. And also, guess what? We're launching a new email newsletter over the next couple of weeks uh, as a go-to source for all things wedding, planning, drama, etc. So take a break from the stress of your own wedding planning and just uh, hang out with our weekly newsletter because, let's be honest, it's way more enjoyable to hear about wedding advice from us rather than go to your mother-in-law subscribe now so you don't miss out by going to betches.co slash brides newsletter you guys thank you so much for joining us this week we'll be back for another amazing podcast next week make sure to rate review and subscribe until then see ya betches